can't get used to this. <laughs> For me, I love this, dude. Man. Cool. Look at this view, dude. She's in Texas. You know, we're new to the city, moved here from Los Angeles, brought our business out here. Now we're trying to, uh, you know, keep growing and expanding in this state. But I'll tell you what, walking into this office, seeing this high rise, seeing this view, this is definitely motivation for me. Hi, my name is Kevin Parada, and I'm the president of JP Auto Transport. JP Auto Transport is an asset-based auto transport carrier. So we focus on vehicle transportation and distribution. The focus of my business right now is to grow our business, scale our business from a small family business uh, to a tech-driven solution-based business for our customers. We wanna be a tech-driven auto transport company. How's it going? It's going good, man. It's going good. I was watching a video earlier and I recorded the snippet from it because I loved it. I wanted to save it. Cause I want to play back to you, especially when you're feeling down. Here, look at this. Look at this guy. I want to become. Uh, I'm working on becoming, and I will become a leader in this industry. And then I will become one of the biggest carriers in this industry, or one of the biggest brokers in this industry. Wow! See that? I, don't even... <laughs> I like that, Beck. So I want to ask some questions about. Um, the video so about some of the things you said in the video. So let me ask you about your vision a little bit. So we're on this journey to land a million dollar contract. You're uh, building a big successful business. Um, tell me a little bit more about your overall vision and what does what it looks like to take your company to the next level. Yeah. So overall vision, yeah. So there's uh, two sections of our business and we utilize Super Dispatch for both of these, right? The carrier side and the shipper side. And I think, I think you know, I've mentioned this to you a few times that we're building a, a big project and we started building this project, you know, six, seven months ago. Um, and I've invested, you know, over $150,000 on this bank, which to me is a lot of money. To somebody that's like, you know, venture backed or that's, you know, has, is a large carrier, that's, that's nothing, right? But as I've been growing this business, I have to do things different than other people, right? Um, so my idea has been, yeah, win business, things are going good, reinvest that money into, you know, optimizing my business, making it more efficient. It's very difficult to scale if you don't have the right processes, systems, and just, yeah, there's just right processes and systems in place, right? So my long-term vision, my overall vision, um, what I've done is taken the money that we've earned over, you know, as we've been growing, invested it into this technology. We've spent, like I said, 150, close to 200,000 on it, which for me back is almost, you know, I'm going all in, I'm all in on that. And we built that on top of super dispatch. Right. And so why have I done all of this and why am I doing all this? Because I want to provide a custom, like a custom process for my customers with notifications, G uh, GPS tracking, um, you know, just a clean process that is, uh, I know other people provide this, but we're trying to provide it, you know, obviously using super dispatch and our custom software together to be a little bit more communicative. You know, I feel that the big issue in this industry is communication. You know, when is my car going to get here? When is it getting picked up? Those are the two biggest questions, you know, where is my car now? You know, and then you know, obviously everything that you're solving, right? So that's why we're using this. So back to the question, uh, the vision. 
the vision is to grow this part of the brand, you know, go this brand, which is the broker side through our technology, onboard more customers through our brokerage side. And then my carrier side fulfills everything for my broker side. And then whatever we cannot fulfill, then we we distribute to a third party. Um, how are we getting there? We've been working on getting there uh, through that, through which hopefully in the next week, two weeks, we launch this this uh, this product to, to the market. And then, uh, like I told you, the next the next thing is sales teams. You know, first of all, I'm going to do the sales to begin with, but then we'll start we'll we'll onboard more affiliates, more sales affiliates. You know, online online affiliate links back because we have a digital platform. We've built a uh, online quoting and booking system. So someone can do everything online directly, right? We, we're using intercom. So now anybody, all, everybody's answers can be answered through uh, chat GPT, AI, or pre-filled answers, right? Yeah. So, yeah, this is a long answer. Uh, but, you know, what, what our plan is, now that we can offer this to our customers, we'll onboard, like I said, on the brokerage side, fulfill everything we can through our carrier, and then we'll, uh, we'll use, you know, our brokerage side to dispatch the third parties um, when we can't, we'll have the sales team uh, focused on getting digital leads. So how that's how we're, I feel like that's how we're going to build more sales. Um, and then obviously have the physical people meeting myself and, you yeah. know, and also the team meeting face-to-face with dealerships um, in the area and throughout the country, you know, the big dealership groups is what I want to go for Beck. And that's how I think I'm going to grow my business, man. Uh, that's how I think I'm going to offer great technology, great service. I think, uh, you know, I think, you know, you asked me this question. You're actually the person that made me think about this, you know, is uh, in Dallas. You asked me this question. You said, how are you different from other companies? Very simple question, you know, but I had never really, you know, thought about the exact answer, you know, and now I feel like through this technology that we're building, that we're about to launch, I think that's a difference maker. So I guess now... I just need to figure out how to communicate that, you know, how to, how to communicate that. So that's, that's where I'm at. Um, that's my plan, Beck. What do you think about all that? I think I like it. I think, I think it's smart of you to invest in increasing your operational capacity so that you can handle more volume down the road. There's a lot of foundational work. That, foundational. Yeah. That's it. That you're doing and it's, I think that's really smart. Foundational work. Yeah, that's that's the idea, you know, because, you know, I obviously I just went to go look at some more trucks. That's actually I was doing yesterday and on Monday I was looking at some trucks. Um, so that's what we went to go look at some trucks here in Houston. And the idea, obviously, is to keep buying equipment, keep buying trucks. But, you know, as I've gone, as I've done this through the years, like I've noticed if you can't fulfill, you know, with with your trucks, you need a brokerage, you know, like I started a brokerage because I had customers that, you know, they, they would give me direct work and I'm, we're doing the direct work directly, but then I only had one, two trucks. So when those trucks were filled and they were sending me work, they didn't want to wait two, three, four days to get the work moved. So then, you know, then I had to figure out, okay, I need somebody to help me. So, you know, obviously hire somebody to help me. They do it. I pay them. Right. And then you start to learn, oh, wait, I need a broker's license. Oh, I need a bond. Oh, you know what I mean? And yeah. so now I quickly learned that you can increase your fleet. But to increase your fleet, you need the work, right? So you need direct customers. So if your direct customers are sending you too much work that you can't handle, what are you going to do with the rest of the work? You're going to give it back to them? 
No, you run it through your brokerage and then, you know, you're fulfilling on both sides as a hybrid. Yeah. And I guess what I'm saying is like, you're, like you mentioned, I think that's a great word back foundation. That's, I didn't really think about it like that, but now that you said that word, that's actually exactly what it is, is going back and building the foundation because you need a good foundation, right? Well, I think if you're building something big, I think foundational work is more uh, critical than if you're just building something small. If it's a shack, then you may not need a strong foundation to build on. But if you're building something bigger and meaningful that can withstand storms and tornadoes and winds or whatever, then yeah, you're going to put some thought into the structure of how you're going to build it. The structure. Yep, I agree. But yeah, it's definitely, I think you're um, more or less on the forefront of leveraging the the custom capabilities that the platform offers through the APIs. Cool. It's, it's innovative. Yeah, and I, I love seeing it. When I'm in the office, we're working on sales, we're working on revenue, we're working on marketing. You know, we're taking meetings with our customers, we're meeting with them, we're trying to figure out how we can better serve our customers. You know, we're building technology. Uh, I'm meeting with my team members, with our programmers, our developers, um, our director of technology. We're strategizing, you know, so it really depends. Every day is a little bit different. It really depends on uh, what the business needs, you know, so I try to stay fluid. I try to stay uh, nimble and just do what the, ne- the business needs me to do. You know, you're, you're very driven. Like I said, you're driven, motivated, um, very energetic, high energy, very optimistic, driven individual. Where, uh, what gives you that energy? Where do you draw that motivation? Motivation, huh? Oh, question. Um, where I draw that energy, where I draw that motivation, to be honest, Beck, I mean, maybe this is just a simple answer, very simple answer, man. But I just uh, I just think I'm just, we all are too blessed to be stressed or too blessed to be depressed, too blessed to be like in a negative state of mind. You know, this sounds corny, it's cheesy, it's cliche, Beck, I know this. But, you know, if you wake up in the morning and you breathe, Like, dude, I'm alive today. That's thank you, God. I'm alive today, you know, because one day and not a lot of, you know, this sounds sad, but reality one day and we don't know when, you know, but we're not going to wake up. You know, I've had best friends, you know, one of my best friends passed away at 23. I've had another best friend, a very good friend that passed away in his mid thirties. You know, they, their lives, they didn't expect to not wake up the next day. Right. But I learned at 23 you know, that man, life is short, you know, life is short. And if we're going through good times, bad times, whatever, like we have to be grateful. We have to be thankful. Cause really like, you know, rather you're making money back, whether you're not making money, rather you have a, you know, girlfriend, whether you're single, like whatever the case may be, we all have different problems or different things in life. But really like, I think the one common denominator is that I think we can agree that, if we wake up another day, we're blessed. And I just try to remember that, man. Like when I'm having a bad day, like, yo, at least I'm alive to have a bad day, you know, and then tomorrow will be better. You know, our mentalities, I think are very important in life. You know, I think the way you handle these things, like, and I think this business, and maybe you'll agree with this Beck. tell me if you agree or not, but in business, when you're starting, not everything's going your way. Like things don't always go your way, but how are you going to handle that? You know, are you going to soak about it? You're going to be down about it, depressed, or, you know, you can have the mentality of like, all right, let me fix it. And let's, let's get it on. You, you know what I mean? I think mentality is a big, big, very important thing in this life. You know, it controls, you know, 
it controls your world. I, I don't know. The things that you think are really, and I truly believe this, but the things that you think is what becomes reality, you know, because you think about it so much. And then you think about it so much that you actually start taking action towards doing that, if yeah. that makes sense. So anyways, that, that, that's a long answer to say that the energy and the optimism comes from just being grateful that I got to wake up this morning and breathe this air, to be honest with you, as uh, a... Yeah. As cheesy as that sounds, man. <laughs> I love that answer. Uh, let me ask you a follow-up question. Did you did you always have that mindset, or was there a time when your mindset was different? Um, I would say, yeah, my mindset's been different. Yeah, my mindset's been different. You know, growing up, you know, I think that's a mindset that I've built or I've learned. I'm still learning. I haven't built it. I'm still working on building this, and I think it's a continual thing. You know, we all have bad days but no that's not a mindset that i've always had that's something that like i recognize within myself that yo if i want to get better in this life if i want to be a better leader if i want to be a better ceo i gotta you know work on me you know so what does work on me mean it means working on your mindset working on your mentality working on your outlook in life you know um yeah no it's definitely lots of uh reading podcasts and like we talked about earlier like just watching other people that you admire and you respect. How do other people move? You know what I mean? How does how does Jeff Bezos move? You know, I watch his videos and he's a professional man, very well spoken, very like, you know, he's not like cussing and like being unprofessional. You know, this is the one of the richest men in the world. Like Elon Musk, same thing, always in a suit. You know, Mark Zuckerberg, always professional. Like he's not in chains, like in bling bling. Like, you know, you know what I mean, Beck? So Try to watch these people and not just like the top, well, a lot of the top of the top, but and try to emulate what are they doing? What are they thinking? What are they saying? You know what I mean? Dude, this is not tight. <laughs> oh, man. What is this? This is funny, dude. I just got a camera following me around. This is cool. It's, it's like, I feel like an influencer, right? As an adult, my big like goal has been to keep growing my business to the levels that I want to get to for my family, right? Um, one of the biggest motivators for my business is obviously to have a big business, be accomplished, be successful, right? But the biggest motivator is, you know, for my family, for my parents, you know, my mother, my father, you know, hopefully they never have to work, you know, hopefully we can get to a level, push this business to a level where, you know, they're taken care of forever. That's one of my big big moves so i say all that because i love los angeles right i love los angeles grew up there spent the majority of my life there right but uh you know i think there's a big opportunity in houston you know especially in our market especially for what we're doing especially in trucking there's a big opportunity so you have to sacrifice maybe sometimes and i thought moving to houston was going to be a sacrifice for like my life or like the things that i wanted to do places where i wanted to be but it turned out to be actually a lot better. You know, I turned out to, uh, you know, really love this city, you know? And I think that I see a bright future here, you know? I think I see a bright future here for our business, for our growth and just potential, basically. So that's why I've loved it so far, you know? Yo, Ben, why, why are you telling this story? Why are you doing this? What, what is your interest in doing this? I feel like you're giving me an opportunity, you know, to tell my story or tell my version, you know, which, you know, I've done this in the past just through social media, but nothing like, you, nothing thought of, Beck, you know what I mean? 
I think people have a lot to learn from you. I see a lot of um, churn in the carrier segment. So a lot of carriers come and go. And I talk to a bunch of carriers who leave the industry, who go out of business. And usually, you know, I say, hey, what happened? And there's tons of problems. And they say insurance is too high or I couldn't land new business or this and that or, you know. Um, but majority of the time, you can see that some people don't have resources. They're not well equipped to be building and growing that business. So they have to learn through their own mistakes, which is the most expensive way to learn through your own mistakes. And a lot of them don't make it, right? And for this automotive industry to function, it requires uh, a healthy and robust supply ecosystem. So without you know healthy, sustainable carriers, the automotive industry doesn't function. You can't keep squeezing the, the carrier segment, you know, for more and more money. You just can't do that because you, you'll, you'll, have, you'll have no one left. Um, so I think that's it. I think I want people to see, I want to capture your story as you're building it. And I'm, I'm hoping that you're not going to be all good news all the time. Everything is great because that's not the truth. I'm hoping that we get to learn through your journey on, you know, uh, without going through those mistakes on our own, so yeah, I mean, I uh, you'd be a role model. I think I think you you'd be a good role model for hopefully a lot of up and coming carriers. The change that we want to see that would benefit all of us collectively is a change that has to be community driven. So I think I see myself and our team on a mission to make it easier for people to move cars. Right, so everything we do fits into that category, and at one point. Hopefully soon, our job will be done. We found something that was broken and we made it better in a way that benefits everyone around. It doesn't happen with just building great technology, putting it up on the shelf. So there are problems that you can't solve with technology alone. I want whatever challenges you're facing, I want people talking about it and discussing it. I want to, I want you and I and others connecting with each other to have these discussions so that we can address these uh, macro problems as a community. If we're going to create a better digital future for the whole automotive industry, that involves this logistics layer that we're powering with better technology, that happens with all of us collectively. It doesn't happen with just building great technology, putting it up on the shelf. So there are problems that you can't solve with technology alone. There's mindset challenges, you know, people stuck in the old school mentalities of certain ways, or people have misinformation, or they feel differently, or they're just not aware of certain things. Just I know from experience of being in the tech world that that's not how advancement happens, right? You have to liberate information, you have to openly share ideas, so that you can collaborate. You know, people think that you can't share your idea because people will steal it. No, you need to share your idea so that people can poke holes in it. And then make it better yeah. for you, right? So I think stuff like that, I just see things like that. And then I want to bring this conversation out in the open. What is it going to take? Probably a combination. A little bit of luck, lots of drive, lots of networking, relationships, and most importantly, trust. If companies don't trust you, if they don't like you, they're not going to do business with you. New cards, new deck, new life. King of Cups, he comes up right. Always, well, always, all nice. See you are the new cards, new deck, new life. 
King of Cubs, he comes up right. Always, all days, all nights, sing do I, do I, do I. Um, let me close out with this. So, talk to um, me and everybody else who's watching or listening. If if there's anything that we can do to be helpful to you, do you have any asks for the audience? For anyone who's listening or watching, what can we do to be helpful to you on this journey? Ask any ask. I mean. Um... All I need, all I want is an opportunity and a shot to show you what I, what we can do is that's you, all I ask for in all aspects of life. Just a, just a shot, you know? And then from there, it's up to me to, to what I do with that. And it's our company to, you know, show what we can do with that. Right. Yeah. I love that. Great. Well, good job. It was great catching up with you. Thanks, man. Yeah. Great catching up with you too, Beck. Thank you very much. And I appreciate you always, Beck. Prada here, JP Auto Transport. Yeah, we're just walking our office now. I uh, just can't day started. Um, man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to share this news with you. I'm excited uh, for everybody that shows me love, shows me support. You know, this is a big, uh, it's a big move for my business. You know, um, you know, years ago, I just remember, you know, these banks wouldn't give me, they wouldn't give me ten grand, they wouldn't give me twenty grand, they wouldn't give me anything. You know, and I needed it the most back then. You know, now that my business has grown and, uh, you know, we found a way to get over those hurdles, you know, now it's, uh, it's easier to raise money, you know, show people, uh, what your business is doing and, uh, they want to partner with you, you know, want to get involved with like private equity groups, venture capitalists soon. Um, who knows? I don't know. Let's see where we can take this. Uh, but I'm excited.